with me. Marion is a sparkling soul who landed on this planet to guide individuals into their hearts and into mastering their inner gifts in order to manifest a more authentic life. She dedicates most of her time to learning, experimenting and spreading the most fun, unique and revolutionary methods to achieve and sustain high levels of joy, creativity and resilience. She is also a self-made award-winning photographer, heart math coach, certified laughter yoga leader and a queen manifester. So welcome to the show, dear Marian. Thank you so much, Esther. So, so honored to be here in this beautiful space. <laughs> Thank you for inviting me. Well, it's a pleasure. So let's start with the usual question. What has been your biggest turning point in life? Wow. So my biggest turning point in life is something that is very common, which is a disease. I had a tumor in my throat. And uh, it happened around two years ago. I was working as a wedding photographer, very famous wedding photographer, top five worldwide wedding photographer, many awards, super recognized traveling around the world, going to India, to, you know, around Europe, the States, everywhere I went. And uh, I suddenly was stopped. I went to a doctor because of a weird uh, problem that I had in my ear and it ended up being a tumor in my throat. And um, he told me that I was supposed to um, get surgery. And if I got surgery, I was going to lose my voice and I was going to lose my ability maybe to walk and to move my hands. And um, I was living in Switzerland alone uh, one year after my separation. And it was a really hard moment for me. And yeah, I had to stop working and stop making money. And it was, it was a, a very hard moment for me, which I realized what I had, which was the tumor in my throat, was the manifestation from myself, not really speaking my truth and living my truth. So it was like a signal from the universe telling me, hey, listen, like, we're going to stop you now. You better think again about what you're doing and redo it again. We're going to give you another chance. So I call back the doctor and I ask him, uh, how long do I have until I can, I, I lose my voice? Like, when do you need to you know, when do I need to get the surgery done? And he said, I don't know. It could take until it grows. It can take one year, it could take one month, it can take five days. It just depends on the growth of the tumor. And since I didn't know, I started an Instagram account with only crazy things like me, uh, you know, laughing and making people feel joy and connecting to my heart and you know I started learning everything that was related to my intuition and how to heal you know my programs and I, I started this beautiful program called Sparkling Sheep and and then later on Sparkling Shoot which is my most beautiful program with photography and yeah that's how that was my turning point it was like so I have the tools I have the credibility now what do I do with this you know so that I can make a change in the world and impact in the world and that's what happened wow and what happened to your tumor so what happened to my tumor was very beautiful so I went to um, a place in which they do proton therapy so it's a therapy like radiotherapy with smaller particles 
and uh, they actually, I mean, it was, it was successful. They actually stopped the tumor. The tumor's not growing anymore, and it's actually getting smaller and smaller. I still have it, but it's actually super, like, super, super small to the fact, to the point that the doctor said it's going to disappear. So I'm super happy, and, and I feel super accomplished because I truly believe that it was not only the therapy that I went through, but also the fact that I started speaking from my heart, started actually saying what I came here to say. Yeah. And what didn't you say before, Marianne? So that I was a witch. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not that I was a witch, but like, uh, yeah, that I had uh, the superpowers that every superhuman in the world, which is all of us, has which is I had a super high intuition and I had the ability to heal people with you know, the, the tools that I learned and connecting myself to my heart. And I was afraid of, of saying that in public before my tumor because I, I, I was afraid of sounding too witchy or too weird and people will not love me or accept me. Or, you know, just I, I was afraid of not having any clients and actually it's the other way. You know, as soon as I started speaking my truth, it was like a magnet for people to get curious about what I was doing and they could feel the frequency, the honesty. And yeah, it's just been incredible to, to open myself up this way. Beautiful. And before being a photographer, you were something else. Yeah, <laughs> I was a lawyer. I was actually an attorney and I graduated uh, from law school in Venezuela and then I did a master's degree in the States in Duke University. And yeah, I was working in the anti-money laundering field in Miami and training um, banks and individuals into knowing how to catch money launderers. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then, and then I fell in love and I moved to Switzerland and uh, my law career stopped because I had to, you know, learn German and like get another certifications. And I said, well, maybe it's time to try something else. So, yeah. So you, you changed from lawyer to photographer. How did yeah. that come? I changed. I changed from, from lawyer to, I mean, it was like a sweet transition because when I arrived to Switzerland, instead of like working as a lawyer, because I couldn't, I was working as a paralegal at UBS and I worked for two years. And uh, while I was working there, I had a serious burnout. And the burnout was because I was pushing myself in a space that I didn't want to be. You know, like when you stop in life, when I stop and move, right? Move from my really hectic, stressful life in the States as a lawyer to, to Switzerland, which is, you know, at 5 p.m. you have to leave at 9 you can go for coffee, like, like uh, you know, you have so much freedom. I have so much time to think about how unhappy I was, actually. And, and that actually created my whole, my whole disease, I would call it, you know, like I was, I had adrenal fatigue, I was tired, I was, I couldn't take it anymore. And once again, the universe sent me that signal to say, hey, like, uh, realign with what you came here to do and I took the first step into photography not owning a camera actually I just said I want to become a photographer and I went to a shop and I bought the camera that I needed and then I opened a, fa a Facebook fan page and then I contacted some mentors in the states and then I started you know my photography career and yeah it's crazy 
just following my intuition all the time. Wonderful. So what would you recommend our audience who is maybe in a similar situation? Well, the main thing that I actually tell people to do is to follow the crazy instructions of the heart. <laughs> They sound very crazy and ungrounded and people might criticize you for it, but it's actually when you hear the first voice of your heart, because you have two voices, the mind and the heart, and the mind is always chatting. The heart says one thing or says, or makes you feel something that is right. And then you disregard it because you're used to listening to your mind, which is always talking. When you listen to that voice or you feel that feeling, just go after it. Like a GPS, you know, like you don't need to know the final outcome, just like step by step and, and feeling like, even if it sounds scary or feels scary, it's actually taking you to a more magical place where you actually will be happier than what you are right now. And how can you listen to your heart? What are your special techniques? Well, <laughs> I have scientific techniques and I have, you know, the mystical techniques and I put oh. everything together. So I am, I study the heart actually and intuition and uh, I'm a coach for heart math. So what I learned, what I have learned from, you know, speaking with shamans and learning from shamans and from coaches and from scientific you know like institutions is um the better space that you can create for your intuition to develop is silence and uh why silence silence means that your mind doesn't speak and for your mind to not speak there are different things that you can do you can first get into your body so like develop um uh, dancing ritual in the morning let's say you put some music and then you just like let yourself go through that song and go you know just move your body the way you want it without having to think about what you need to do also turning off your phone early at night uh turning it on you know after two hours of your practice in the morning so you have more time to ground um meditating creating like uh, spaces of meditation not only in the morning but throughout the day in which you connect with the silence of your soul and then there is something else which is super special that i discovered um learning with heart math is breathing so there are certain breathing techniques and i recommend uh, going to heartmath.com and like trying to see also like what they offer as, as breathing techniques that actually like um, make your intuition muscle develop and your resiliency too. So in this way, if you do your readings every day, day by day, you will see your intuition growing. But it's mainly that, it's mainly presence, silence and, and meditation. Can you guide us through a very short exercise with breathing? Yeah, sure. So this is uh, one of Hartmut's uh, breathing techniques and um, the first thing that you have to do and I'm going to explain it like very easily right it's just three steps so we just um, start by closing our eyes and put our hands in our heart chakra area between our chest feeling the connection with our hands and our hearts and focusing only on the heart at this moment and starting breathing from only the nose Feeling like you're breathing into your heart and visualizing your flow of air coming inside your nostrils 
to your heart, assigning a color to it. And breathing deeply, just from your nose to your heart, sending a signal to your nervous system that you are safe, that you are now in the present moment, enjoying this moment of space. And then connecting to a feeling of gratefulness, feeling grateful for the simple things in life could be that you have a house, that you have something to eat in your fridge, that you wake up and you have your partner by your side and you can hug it every day, or that you have simply your life, which is the most miraculous thing that you can have. And connecting to this feeling of thankfulness and feeling your heart, feeling that this beautiful heart connection creates this beautiful frequency in your heart that has a color that expands from your heart to all parts of your body, every single cell. And from your body to your city, from your city to Mother Earth, and you make this flow of love and heart energy heal everything around you. Now breathing into your heart, coming back, into the present moment. Letting go any attachments or any mind chatter. Arriving and landing into now, open your eyes and welcome to a beautiful day. <laughs> Thank you, Marion. You're welcome. Very beautiful. <laughs> so, let me hear what are your special morning rituals wow i have so many <laughs> so my my special morning rituals like there's one that i created that is called the sparkling morning which is uh you know different elements together so the first element is shaking so i i i like shaking my body in the morning uh, putting my feet in the ground and just shaking it all and then going to uh, a gratitude meditation in which I connect with the feeling of gratitude and then dancing so I dance uh, in this actually frequency of, of, of gratitude I start embodying this gratitude in my body so with beautiful music then I have um, laughter meditation. So these are all steps. Then I laugh for about five minutes <laughs> about nothing. <laughs> and then I breathe and then I sing. So what I actually, what I usually sing is mantras or just anything that I actually download. So just using my voice with a weird sounds or creating my own, my own song. And yeah, that's, um, that's my routine. Sometimes I change it. Sometimes I just feel like laughing. Sometimes I just feel like dancing, depending on what I feel in the morning. Wow. And what kind of music do you use for dancing? Um, I use actually not um, the music that everybody hears. I love classical, modern classical music and also like a conscious mantras or music that actually has high frequency that makes me feel full in my heart and connected sometimes I can play reggaeton for example and just dance to reggaeton and like I'm I'm fine with it too 
But of course, it depends on how I feel. And if I want to feel connected, then I might as well just like slow down. Yeah. Wow. And do you guide people? I do. This? Yeah. Yeah. When uh, when I do my photo shoots, this is actually what I do. So I well, I do something called embodiment practices. So I actually help them embody uh, their future self. We go first through an activation of their future selves in a call, and we get rid of their limiting beliefs in that future self. We, we give it a name. And then this is the person that dances. And I, you know, I just like guide them through a visualization, a meditation, shaking, using their voice, laughing. Yeah. And also, um, I also um, organize some events in Zurich. I'm organizing a sparkling workshop event in Zurich also where it's all about, you know, my morning rituals. So waking up on a Sunday morning and doing all these crazy things together. And yeah, and in different, uh, in different festivals and, and in my own also online programs. And one of your programs is healing through photography. So I think this is so beautiful because my topic is also healing through writing. How, mm -hmm. how does it go with healing through photography wow so this is very this is my favorite program actually so it goes like this so photography for me is a powerful tool why because the two biggest fears that we have is the fear of being seen and the fear of not being seen so the fear of being ignored and the fear of being just like you know stared at and uh, photography for me is 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 it's very scary for some, but for me, it's something amazing and magical because you find this person who is completely like naked in front of your lens, you know, and who trusts you 100%. And the more you can let this person feel loved and accepted, and the more you can feel this person beautiful, because beauty is a frequency, actually, it's not what you see, then the more this person is able to see their own beauty, to feel their own beauty. So what I teach them is to, to embody this beauty the whole time, to not look at themselves in the mirror and judge, but to embody the beauty. And then you can look at yourself in the mirror after that, because you know that you are not what you see, you are what you feel. So that's my, my main thing is that to change the, uh, the concept of beauty nowadays, which is a collective limiting belief. You know, like that you have to be super skinny and super toned and you have to have this and that when actually everybody is precious and beautiful and magical. Mm. So this is what I do. What would you recommend? Women sometimes don't like to look at them in the mirror. Well, there are certain exercises that they can do to get to rewire their brains for their beauty and to expose themselves, you know, in front of other people, which is, I love this exercise that I am sure that a lot of people have done already, the mirror exercise, in which every morning you, you face your mirror and then you start noticing every single thing that you love about yourself and saying it out loud. So like looking into your eyes, into your own mirror every morning and saying, you know, oh, wow, like, I love your eyes, how beautiful you are, like, oh, the way you move, your hair is so precious. And this way you rewire your brain for positive thought about your body. Sounds great. Do oh, another great exercise is actually very, a very mundane exercise. 
which is starting a self-portrait practice. So I use self-portrait called the art of selfie. So I call them selfies because everybody calls them, calls them selfies. I use my selfies as a healing practice, actually. So especially women, we have these days in which we are ovulating, which we become more beautiful. So these are the days in which I actually invite my, my clients to say, okay, so during this time, actually create like one or two hours during that, those days in which you take photos of yourself. You become the most beautiful. You can, you know, make your hair, do your makeup, wear most beautiful things. And then just post in front of your camera and take those photos for yourself as a practice to, to make your beauty feel and, and, and be seen. So that's, that's very easy. And it's, 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 everybody has a phone, so you don't need anything. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So where can people reach you, Marian? They can reach me on my website, which is my name and last name, so marianjuvin.com. And on my Instagram account, which is Living La Vida Marian. So Living Life Marian, which is, yeah, I think it's very, uh, very originally, <laughs> because it's actually pictures about my life. And I write a lot of things very personal that can actually help you heal um, in the journey of your life. And if you can give us a last truth or something which is very important to you which you didn't mention until now what would you say well i will say that especially in this era of information which everybody is trying to know everything and trying to feel ready to start doing something i want to encourage you to anchor this uh, this next belief in your mind which is you are good without knowing nothing actually The only goal of life is to forget, is to forget your programs, is to forget everything that you learn that is not empowering you when, from when you were zero to seven years old, when your program like started being recorded. 70% of those programs are actually not good for you. So what are you going to do with everything that you learned? You're just going to limit yourself. So I encourage you to believe that the only book you need to read is your heart. And that everything you need to know lies there. That you don't need to do any certificate or go to any university. Of course, like, you know, you need to learn to walk and to read and all these things, but the rest is all inside of you if you can only connect to your heart. Thank you so much. That was so beautiful. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for this beautiful interview. <laughs> Thank you, Marian. <laughs>